Could you be, could you be, could you be, my, could you be a brand again? Could you be, could you be? Isn't that a um, reggae song? Yep. Sure is. Yeah. What's the name of it? Could you be? Anal come, baby. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, yeah, that was our discussion from earlier. I know, you can't just jump into that. Hey, kids, guess what? We're your favorite podcast, and you're listening to us right now. This is happening. Because we are the... Nexus. Nexus. Yes. This is our seventieth episode, and if you, this is our seventieth episode, <laughs> and every ten episodes we do a movie review. This movie is Halloween, twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen, which is essentially ignoring all the other movies other than the first Halloween. So it's technically Halloween two, even though it's the third Halloween two, and even though it's called Halloween like the first movie. Are you confused yet? But we're just calling it Halloween twenty eighteen. Yeah. Plus alliteration. So, um, if you didn't know, we are a podcast uh, that is hosted by two people who used to sleep in the same bed. <laughs> then, like most people who sleep in the same bed, we started hating each other. So we broke up and didn't sleep in the same bed anymore. Now, we're friends. He sleeps in the bed with somebody else. Ditto on me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's his wife you hear in the background. Yes, that's my wife, Kelly. Hello, Kelly. Hello. We're also joined by my husband. Where is my husband? The sound potato? No, the captain. Oh, the captain. Where is the captain? I'm busy. Hey! With a potato? I'm sleeping in my own bed! (laughs) With a potato? With a potato! (laughs) Oh, this is a callback from last episode, people. Uh. Um, So, yeah, for our 70th episode, cheers us. Cheers. Oh, what are we drinking, Captain? Yeah. Oh, look at this. Yeah. How pretty are these fuckers? These are so pretty. So pretty. It's like we're uh, drinking. Take a, take a sippy. Take a sippy sip. Mmm. The Captain makes a drink Ooh, themed on the episode. Oh, so, what? I said, God damn. Damn. We're, we didn't do Pulp Fiction, y'all. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, we did Halloween 2018. What's our drink? You, We are drinking the Black Heart. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, this is awesome. It's gorgeous. It's um, yeah, it's very pretty. So you have uh, a mm. half ounce of black vodka, a half ounce of... Black vodka? Yeah. Is that, is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. Like you bought that from the store? I think it's got charcoal in it. I think it's activated. Yeah. Awesome. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's kind of got a charcoal taste to it now that you... A half ounce that. of fig vodka and one and a half mm. ounces of creme de cassis, which mm. is a... Yes. It's a black currant liqueur. Yeah, cassis is... Cassis, sorry. Is current. And yeah. uh, you want to have a dash of dry vermouth. Now, because I made four of these, um, I obviously doubled everything, or quadrupled everything, and I just added a half ounce of vermouth. Mm. Good, so good call. Yeah, if you're making one, I don't know, just guesstimate your dash. So you shake them up, and Did then you... Did you mention uh, this? Oh, yeah. So they're supposed to be garnished with a black fig. Now, if you look at the photo, the black fig is badass with this drink. Awesome. But we live in South Florida, and black figs are nowhere to be found. So If you want an orange or a lime... You could do that. But Christina bought these really awesome 
Cherries. You want to talk, discuss the cherries? I, okay, so I'm an Aldi fanatic, right? So some people are Trader Joe's, some people are Whole Foods. I'm a total Aldi fanatic, and I love Aldi finds, which are limited seasonal end cap items that um, could be anything. They could be um, a cat bed to a jar of maraschino cherries. So they're fancy, dark cherries in syrup basically so they're not really maraschino but they are kind of but they're like black cherries and cherry syrup and they're so fucking yeah, they're good. Pretty good they're like pie filling cherries and they're mm. really awesome so i didn't have any black figs so i garnished with the black cherry i think it was a good call uh, it look, and, good and it's it. cool because the syrup drips down the glass like blood and, uh, nice. Don't yell at me about the stains that are on this. Uh, luscious right is now. the word that comes to my mind. Luscious, luscious, mm. yeah. like blood splurting yeah. from someone's slash neck. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> we could be vampires <laughs> drinking this drink right now. So I totally good. feel like we're like a coven of vampires yeah. drinking blood yeah. right now. It's so it's good. fucking good, right? It's I funny. might need a second one. <laughs> it is really good. It looks like a beautiful red wine. Yeah. So it's sort of deceptive in that mm-hmm. because it's. But it's all vodka. It is all vodka. <laughs> there is alcohol you in You can't that taste drink. it. It's delicious. No, no, you're right. It tastes nothing like vodka at all. Also, much like last week's episode, I feel like this is a drink that you don't. You you drink you hard. Si- yeah, yeah. You sip on it. Sip it. Yeah. Hopefully. No ice. So Hopefully that helps. we sip it. <laughs> yeah. Um. All, All right. right, so let's get into this. We're doing Halloween, right? Yeah, Halloween. So cool. let's start it off. So, okay, so this movie is actually co-written by Danny McBride, which is odd. And he was the executive producer, yes. which is kind of awesome. Yes. Love it. And they got John Carpenter's approval, who updated his music for it. And I think he did all the music for he it. Did. He did. He honest. was listed as... Shout out to how badass John Carpenter is. Oh, my God, Amazing. because the music is like my second or third note. Uh, yeah, it's. Yeah. I know. I'm like the music is is really great and it's used because uh, to about, perfection in this movie. Think about the first time you saw the first Halloween. I don't know about uh, y'all. Okay. I was older because horror. I was movies, older too. Horror movies too. terrified me, so I never wanted to watch it. So it was 23, maybe 22, 23. Group of people in LA, dark living room. Like I was on vacation, we were visiting someone. So whatever, we ordered in and watched Halloween. They couldn't believe I'd never seen it. The scariest part is when they're in the hallway inside and the plinking piano music starts and the camera pulls back and it's the shot is over his fucking shoulder and he's inside the house and it's looking out through the front door. Mm-hmm. I almost peed my pants. It was the scariest thing ever. This movie managed to... I didn't think anything would ever manage to scare me like that. Yeah, like she that freaked music. out. She freaked out when she watched it. She was this, freaking out. This movie was super fucking scary. I thought I was going to have bad... I, I'm, I'm going to be afraid for a while. Like, we have a big open back room, by the way, people, called the Florida room, which means it's a room off the back of the house with a bunch of windows. So that's what it is. But we don't have any curtains or blinds. We just have a really overgrown. So you feel like you're gonna black. start hearing that so breathing, like, the, the breathing in the mask. In your backyard, Dude, with a knife. Yeah. In the backyard, <laughs> like that point of view shot, that POV shot where he's like looking at the clothesline. I'm like, oh, that could be my backyard. Only replace the clothesline with like the Tibetan prayer flags. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's my backyard looking in my window. It will. It, I, that movie, it's creepy. That movie's fucking creepy. I didn't realize Danny McBride was a writer. So let's uh, let's go uh, real quick. I'm not gonna scene by scene. No, 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 because we're not gonna we're not focusing on this 1978 version. However, oh, I'm sorry, but still, I, I, I was thinking, even though the 78 version is practically bloodless, it's still creepy as hell. Oh, it, this like, one it holds mean, up. 78 holds up. Yeah. This is much more violent. And uh, I wanted to talk about when I saw the music 
or listening to the music in this episode, it reminded me of how they the original Halloween was produced and and finished without the music. It had tones and score, but it didn't have the that piano that piano that that famous music. They showed it to test audiences. It bombed. People weren't scared. People didn't give a shit. They changed it, added the music. People were fucking terrified. It's it's amazing what music can add to to all that. It's like Jaws. (gasps) Same thing. Same thing. It's that suspense. The suspense was thrilling me. Killing me. Um, I love how meta the podcast people, right? I love how they brought it into the, like into 2018 mm-hmm. like that before oh that's right okay you're right go ahead yeah i said uh i loved how they showed um the new the character the new characters and old characters and how it showed their uh, especially the old characters how it affected them like um how like they were ptsd kind of yeah thing. how they were affected by what had happened all their trauma mm-hmm. and how it would legitimately affect them in the future it was pretty cool i want to ask you specifically but anybody else can chime in um what did you think of the intro the credits, like the old, yeah, the like the old style credit. Fuck credits. yeah, with the pumpkin yeah. that like the comes pump. back. Yeah, I it's awesome. Yeah. Love awesome. the OG I, I opening a, credits. Yeah, I made a comment to her. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Yep, yep. Yeah, I loved it. I cool. know. I, I, I and I loved the uh, eye and the and this is probably a little CGI, but the nose and the eye were very much like the mask was the eye, and the nose was, was the, the shape knife. of the eye, right. oh, yeah. and the nose was the knife. Yeah. And, um, and did you know that Michael Myers in this film is the original Michael Myers from the first film? Is it Castle? Is it Nick Castle? I think so. Um, God, that's that's awesome. awesome because I loved everything they did, how they blurred his face. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was from the it. side or in the distance or behind the tree. Like before he yeah. got the mask, the way that they handled the shots of his not face. Yeah. Well, he is called The Shape. And I loved how... And it's finally, oh my God, I got chills. I, 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 yeah. I love that it's later in the notes, but the fact that they finally acknowledge that, that in this movie There's because he's always been called that, and I always thought that was creepy as fuck. And yeah. I was like, why don't they refer to him as the shape? He always it sounds so shape. scary. And and that's what I loved about what Christina was talking about is like the fact that they spent a good 30 minutes of the film where he has no mask on, mm-hmm. and they did an amazing job at not showing his face right. and just showing his shape. It was creepy And as he fun. was creepy as fuck. fuck. The bathroom scene. Where he's just standing. Are we ahead? Oh wait, sorry. We are jumping ahead. Oh, the oh. noises. And he's just there. And he's just there. Wait, let's like, talk about the noises. The ambient noises. And if John Carpenter did all of the score, right? Like if he did all that ambient shit, he is just so good, right? I mean, he's good anyway, but he's just so good. I it love, creates I, such um, atmosphere. The atmosphere yeah. that's well, created by the noises. One thing I will say, because I do have some things to complain about, but one thing I will say is that. The yeah. look of this film feels very much in tone with the first film. Mm. Yeah. And by one regret is I wish they had, if they were going to make this movie, I wish they had acknowledged Halloween 2 circa, what was it, 79, 80? Yeah. I, I really wanted that movie to be incorporated into it. Because I, I really of, like Halloween 2. A lot of people 2. do, yeah. It's a, it's a fa- fan favorite. See, I'm not beholden to any of the rest mm-hmm. of them because it was so late in my life that I saw the first one that watching the subsequent ones, I didn't care. Like, the first yeah. one scared me beyond anything. <laughs> so this one, I felt really harnessed that original feeling of... Then you're exactly the target they were looking for. Yep, suspenseful yeah. terror. Uh, suspenseful terror with good storytelling. This generational storytelling, mm-hmm. that, like you guys were talking about, the PTSD, the bringing in of new characters and old 
surprising twists that I like. You think you know all the tropes of a horror movie, right? right? I know. I'm jumping. No, I think I had actually played into like some. The trope, trope, a trope isn't necessarily always a bad thing because this movie's very tropey as far as I'm concerned. But it's playing, but it's playing into what scared you in the first place. It knows. I feel like it's like the whichever one of the Star Wars movies that came out again with um, where. Spoiler alert, Han Solo dies. Force Awakens. Okay. Force Awakens, everybody was like, oh, it's just Empire rehash. New Hope. New Hope. Okay. It's just New Hope rehash. I don't care, right? I feel like that's kind of the same. Give me something that I'm going to jump on. Give me something, like, it's not necessarily rehashed, it's reimagined, right? It's it's a story about the characters, but it's reimagined. So what if it follows a formula? Sure. Right? That's what I Just do it right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I wrote in the, in the same vein of the shape. They addressed something else that was, and that's what I loved about how they threw away everything that was not the first film. Because Wes Craven did the same thing when he did New Nightmare. There's a line in New Nightmare where a character says, "Oh, did you see the Nightmare on Elm Street?" Like, yeah. And Heather Langenkamp, the star, says, "Yeah, the first one was good, but the rest of them were garbage." Which is hilarious <laughs> yes. because Wes Craven wrote and directed the first right. one, but he did had nothing to do with the rest, which is so funny so that, that he came back mm-hmm. for New Nightmare and said that. So with this movie, I love the fact they brought back the shape. Hey, they called him the shape. Re- referred That's to how he's referred book. to in the credits, too. Right. Awesome. And there's also, when they ask, when they start asking um, Jamie Lee Curtis questions, he's not her brother. Contrary to the rest of the fucking the, the thing, rest of it for where, all the way up to right, Halloween Resurrection, where which was it's, the eighth movie. It's rumored I think, that it. he's her brother and blah 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 blah. No, and then I mean, she, don't, don't forget she came back to do Halloween H two O, and then they killed her in the first three I, seconds I, I of remember, Resurrection, which sucks. It was terrible. Stupid. The whole movie was terrible. H two O was good. Eh. Resurrection was not. H two O was like Scream. It was a it was a film oh, very, they were using it, it in the nineties. Exactly, you're exactly right. Yeah. You're that exactly was such right. a nineties movie, right? Like, so I don't feel like it counts. Where this, it feels more authentic, right? There feels like something authentic yeah. about it. Where this whole farm to table, like I feel like uh-huh. there's this. I know that sounds dumb, but right, like it's an authentic. Halloween 2018 yeah. is a farm to table movie, <laughs> a horror movie for you and your family. Yeah. Just because I feel like there's, the, it's that off. Everybody wants something homegrown and authentic. They don't want to rehash what they've already seen. They don't want it to be. So it's having to find a way to yeah. repackage the tropes. Although, but, you know, it depends on how you do it. Because I, even though, it, you know, like you said, it is tropey, I don't care. They did it. They Their, their, it ex- felt, their execution it, it, was top-notch. I thought it was good storytelling. Yeah. Like, I yeah. like the fact that they actually pushed the limit as far as, like, saying, look, these people went through this horrible, horrible incident. And it's been with them their entire life. Right. And because of that experience, they put it on... Those that they love too, like right? With the whole daughter, because like, the daughter right. essentially has PTSD like, too, and she I mean. doesn't really get it. So yeah. I love the fact that they did the thing that we always talk about, where they don't—you don't need a bunch of exposition. Yeah, they didn't need to say more than what they said. They yeah. dropped it when they were interviewing her. Oh, yeah, I had my daughter taken away from me, but I never got her back. But you already knew that. Right? Move on. Yeah, right? Right. Oh, fucking done. Then you learn. You meet them. You see. Right? They don't need a bunch of like, let's talk about our relationship. No. Show me. Don't tell me. And that's what I think mm-hmm. they did a really good job yeah. of show me. Don't tell me. Um, it makes me sad in horror movies when all your favorite people get to die. Uh, um, uh, that brings up another don't note jump I ahead. have. I know. Sorry. That, that brings up another note I 
<clears throat> I have here. Uh, fucking brutal. This movie's brutal, dude. <gasps> it's the brutal. violence. Yeah, I, you you when view horror happens, movies way different than I do. Yeah. Oh man, gore it, is different than horror. I wasn't expecting because like if you watch what the, scene are you talking about? Oh, all talking about a few. The fucking kid in the beginning. I I thought they were really bold to show him kill uh, kill a kid. A kid. Yeah. I, Holy shit! Because th- like that means Michael and Myers all gay, all, means all fucking bets are business. Off. All, ba- yeah. all bets yeah. are off. Yeah. He walks through that house after killing the the lady with the curlers but in her hair. Kill the baby. And the baby's screaming. We talked like, about that. Talk- Hold on, we talked about that. Yeah. Wait, okay. And wait. she's and like, is he gonna kill the baby? Let's I'm go like, back. He's not gonna kill the baby. So wait, they can't kill a baby in a movie. Let's talk about movie tropes again. Let's go back for a second. I hate, and this goes back to something we've talked about multiple times now. Things they do in movies that are annoying. Leaving doors open, empty handbags. Uh, so, people stopping in the middle of the street, even if it's like an old country road, they just stop dead in the street. When would you ever, in a million years, stop dead in the street? If Why wouldn't a, you pull the fuck over off a, the road? If there's a prison bus that's had an accident, <laughs> your I'm, natural instincts would be to no, pull the no. fuck off the road. You know why I'm gonna stop in the middle of the street? I'm gonna hit my flashers. I'm gonna stop in the middle of the street because if and anybody, immediately call nine one one. If anyone else immediately call, if anyone else is behind me, they're not gonna barrage through the fucking scene of fucking carnage. They're gonna stop because my car's there, as as a, as a barrier. Uh, we actually said this watching that. We like if we saw that. We're keeping driving. Oh yeah, go Come fuck on, yourself. A bunch of guys in white coats yeah. wandering aimlessly yeah. after a bus A bunch accident. of dead cops lying. On, uh, I'm out. Uh, I see that it's from like the correctional or, facility of yeah. Ithaca or yeah, wherever yeah. the hell it is. I'm, I'm going out. Had, Haddonfield. <laughs> I'm not stopping. I am not stopping. I'm calling 911 and I'm going to keep yeah. driving. I got my cell phone. We're good. <laughs> yeah. And if that you know, it's pretty bad back there. We're gonna go have a. But beer. we're getting the hell out of here. If you know anything about 911 in the country. They don't know where the fuck you are. They have to triangulate. Like, you might get 911. I got a cell phone, motherfucker. No, but if I'm alive, me. I'm going to tell them I'm on... I know, but I'm just you saying... I-7. Route 31. Yeah. Yeah. I-7, about 30 minutes from anything that's remotely uh, civilization. Oh, my God. It was so... That was amusing to me. Because oh. they definitely like dum-dums. Dum-dums in horror movies were a trope. Um, the podcasters. Uh, I, liked, I actually like that they... Like that's bringing it into 2018. That's like, what I just like, said. Like we're podcasters. Well, I'm just introducing them in, from my angle. Once they get to the gas station. That I had to cover my eyes is what I said. That fucking. So that when the teeth dropped in the toilet stall, is that oh when you were God. like, I'm fucking out? No. When he started banging the dude's um, head into the door. Did that guy door. die? I don't think he died. Yeah, he. Hung I don't him. think he did either. No, he put him on the wall. He like left him hanging on the fucking. No, he didn't. The last thing you no, saw he was, of that he guy... he slid down. He slid down. And he blinked. Yeah, he's blinking. Okay, well, I mean, he might have finished him off off yeah, screen. Chances are, it's fucking, he's dead. I would have just kept my mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would have done a lot of things differently if I were that dumb dumb in that stall. That's stupid. Oh, that was kind of dumb. Yeah, that, would, that, I said that to irritated Wally, me. It irritated me. Like, get the fuck out. Go. You get the fuck you out. Hear Especially if she's beating... Like, it's fight or flight, right? Yeah. So if he's beating the shit out of her, but she was trying it. to help her anyway... Get the fuck out of there, dummy. And why would you grab it and go back under? Why are you under? Why are you under? I told Wally, I'm like, I'm scrambling the fuck over. Mm-hmm. I'm going over the, over the, over the, out the fucking door. And you can move a lot faster than that, man. Yeah. You can move a lot faster Let than me, that. And I'm, ki- and I'm kicking you in your goddamn head. I'm kicking your nutsack. I'm fucking breaking your kneecaps. Yeah, I, don't I don't care. Am- yeah, I don't care what supernatural abilities Michael Myers has. If you grab a hold of his nuts mm-hmm. and crush them or kick them, every... F- you're gonna have a good opportunity. My thumb and yeah. your eyeball is gonna fucking hurt because I'm scratching it out of your head. 
that, but that's me. I have no pretense about. But this is what it is about horror movies: is that you think to yourself, "What would I do if I was in a situation like that?" You right. Know? I think that I have too much overactive imagination too. Um. So here's something that I was around that it was right after that scene, and I'm going back to the not my brother and the shape. I love, 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 love. Is probably my favorite thing in the movie. How Will Patton referred to Halloween One as the Babysitter Murders. Right. Fucking like they gave it a name. Awesome. No, that was the original title for Halloween. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's the oh, Babysitter right. Murders. Mm-hmm. They approached John Carpenter and said, we want you to do a horror, horror movie called The Babysitter Murders. And that's how Halloween started. So cool. that was fucking awesome. And I loved it. that leads into, who the fuck would want to babysit in this town? <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck wants to be a babysitter? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And and uh, Laurie Schrode, why are you still living in the same town where that, no that shit. shit took care? Of, I told her happens. I'd be in Paris or fucking Bangkok. New York City. Yeah. I'd most be crowded, in Europe, man. The most crowded place you could ever find well, in the world. She was waiting to kill him, so she spent the next. Right. Four I mean, years. It, it worked in the screenplay. The story. I thought was, that that was kind of interesting. Like I think that, that added a layer of interest to the great. story because it made you emotionally invested. Why does she fucking still want to kill him? What is her motivation? And then you feel bad. Like I love just that scene in the restaurant because she knows. Yeah, like, like Loomis, that. like they harp on Loom, what Loomis said, he's just pure evil. There's no, and I <sighs> loved, I loved that about this, how they dissolve all of that, oh, I wonder what's wrong with him. Fuck that. He's just, he is just evil, pure evil. There's evil. nothing to Loomis it. There's nothing to it. It's simple. You don't need exposition. You don't need anything more than that. He's coming to kill you. He doesn't know why. It's just because he's wired wrong. That's and I it. love how they played Loomis's tapes, and it was like, you need to burn the body and yeah. scatter the ashes <laughs> yeah. and cut him limb from limb and, like, yeah. like truly evil, right? Like, that's so interesting to make. They really force you to think about that because mm-hmm. then they play his new doctor in the opposite, right? So there's the yin and the yang. Yeah. And... That's pretty interesting. I was surprised by that. As a movie guy and a and a hopeful screenwriter, <laughs> uh, I I wanted to have like when the press came to her house, I wanted to have something where she just like stay on the path. Okay, stay on the path. <laughs> like, cause I feel like that was a good foreshadow. They didn't do it for obvious reasons, cause of when you watch the film. But like, cause I would have had like landmines around my fucking property like all like booby traps like I wrote that crazy. later right right like so that's later. I, I wanted to have like a little bit of stuff like that that was peppered in like a little bit more creepy weird foreshadowing that you didn't get the first time but then when it starts happening toward the end you're like holy shit there's some um, there's some really nice visual callbacks in this movie to 78 too holy like shit a, like the uh, the laundry blowing in the wind where yeah. he stands underneath the um, I have window where he stands where the um, where the uh, lanterns are the jack-o'-lanterns are and he leans up against the oh glass God, window yes, and the lady's yes. on the telephone and he's watching her and his light his face is underlit like that yeah. mm-hmm. oh my God yeah I have I have window <laughs> reflection and uh, and the music stinger when he they oh. did a lot of great uh, uh, work with like reflection and light and like uh, kind of showcasing where he is where he's going like the, a lot of the um, I don't know a lot of the choices of, of uh, lighting and where to put the camera is really was really great so what did you think of Laurie Strode and her family oh no I loved it so, I did I, I, uh, I, I was, loved it I, I, I'm, he, underused actor is Toby Huss who played Ray he is Who is brilliant. the husband of Judy Greer. No, she I know who he is. And he was he also is. the Wiz. Yeah. Nobody beats the Wiz from Seinfeld. That's yeah. Right. Uh, he's brilliant because he made it so easy. Like, you felt 
it felt human. He really lent this humanity to their relationship. Uh, it wasn't just about a mother and daughter with psycho blah 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 and taken away from me and weird dynamics yeah weird Mm -hmm. dynamics it added this normal thing and like how would you deal with it yeah you'd marry a normal guy and you'd try to live a fucking normal life although i think they they did not do the character who was good service by by, by the end of the film they really did a shitty job with 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 his real name yeah uh toby huss he was in he's in a great show called halt and catch fire which is Mm. on netflix and it's it's really good but i i can't talk about that now so um. Uh, I thought it was oh, and the funny. boyfriend too. The boyfriend like seems like the nicest kid in the world, and then and, he turns and, into an and, asshole. And then he turns into an asshole. Yeah, I and, didn't and get they didn't get Michael Myers to kill that motherfucker. I know. Kill him. Come on. You threw my phone in cheese sauce, motherfucker. Yeah, I know. Like, you were so nice the whole film. I know. What the fuck are you doing? Come uh-uh, on, Daddy warned you about him. Daddy yeah. told I you. I kind of liked. I kind of liked that he turned out to be an asshole because it just it 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 sep- it, it likes you uh, kind of just. Distance yourself from them. You know what I mean? Like, it reinforces gonna... that your parents are right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just feel like that what kept happening too is like mm-hmm. they did such a good job. I feel like of generational dynamic, um, and the 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 granddaughter wants to protect the grandmother, and she can't believe what her mother says about her grandmother because she sees her as something else. And then the mother having to come clean with the daughter about my fucked up childhood and. You don't know what it was like, but then... And then the generational thing about that is, is all the shit that Lori taught her daughter, she mm-hmm. it proved right. Yeah. And I know I'm jumping ahead again, but but like I feel like since we're in the middle of that conversation... But I feel like that was part of the really good storytelling of this mm-hmm. film, was the generational aspect of it. I think they really nailed the family dynamic. You asked right. what I think about yeah, a family. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they really had a grasp of family dynamic, which was interesting, because most movies don't. Um, I loved how they were gender uh, reversed for um, their Halloween costume, even though uh, they stole that from me and Wally. But anyway, what, they were the Bonnie, Bonnie and Clyde, Clyde but they were but they were reversed. She she was Clyde and he was Bonnie. Well, I, I just kind of think that all that shit was just sort of like moving the, uh, moving the movie forward. You know what I mean? It was just sort of like, oh, what are we gonna do? Well, no, no, not, but let's I make this was, kid an asshole. No, yeah, I thought it was really cute. I just thought it was cute. I don't know what I wrote here. Oh, that's oh. hilarious. Oh, I already got ahead of us. I was like, the, the gas station bathroom thing. It's pretty suspenseful. Um, <clears throat> cops always shoot first. The doctor, he's like, doctor, you don't harm him, right? Like, don't harm him. He's like, don't worry, we won't harm him. It's bullshit. We'll shoot him. Um, that scene, again, the callback where the little kid bumps into Mike, Michael Myers, and then it kind of goes into that sort of like, Oh. Res- uh, not Reservoir Dogs, uh, Goodfellas, like one shot that was thing. The start. Yeah, I have that written down. Great, it was awesome. Yeah, that's, he uh, did. He was like, "Oh my god, I'm like, that I'm one like, is shot." Is this the same shot? This is a Steadicam shot. This is amazing. And I wrote down amazing Steadicam shot. Yeah, right when the kid bumps into him through all that, it's great. Mm-mm. And just just comes back around, and then he just like like you said, looking at that woman, just stabs her in the neck. She's looking out the window. Crazy. I just want to kill you. Oh my! For no reason. God. I can't. I could easily escape someplace and not be seen. He's a great white shark, man. He's just a predator. That's oh that's my it. God. I mean, think about that. I, well, here's one thing I loved about the film that kind of explains a little bit about his uh, need to kill. Is like one thing that they did in the first film, which is when he kills one of the guys in the house um, three quarters of the way through. 
he kind of and the guy he, stabs up against the, uh, against the wall, wall, right? One of the guy, uh, the guy that played him, said, "I wanted to cock my head to the side like a dog and kind of just stare." Uh, at it's him. great. It's so uh, creepy. It's the cre- it's one of the creepiest moments yeah. of the film, and it's bloodless. It's and, really bloodless. It is. But he did that a few times in this film, almost after every kill, mm-hmm. and it really kind of emphasizes like that he he's truly. Uh, damaged like there's something wrong because like, if he's like he's not a human he's there's something he's Pure still kind of he's still kind of figuring it out like every, like every death is something he's still trying to process like he wants to see what's mm. different it's so weird it's just like really creepy and fucked up that i yes i thought it was good um oh uh julian the little the little okay. little kid that oh was being babysit. Oh, what a scene stealer that kid was! Yeah. So. Oh my god, he was awesome. And wh- what he even died. happened to him? I know, but what even happened? He got the hell out of the house. No, he shit. said he was gonna do. No, he's the smartest one of all of them. He he's like, off. Dylan, get out of the house, <laughs> right? Or whatever the boyfriend's name is. No, Jack Jack White. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what did you say? You look like a cross between Jack White and um, Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck. Yes. Good call. Good call on that kid. Mm-hmm. He was. They had too much makeup on him. It's weird. Is that what it was? Yeah. And the fact that he was wearing his boots on the couch really mm-hmm. freaked me uh, out. They were taking their teeth the shit out of him. Oh my when they're God. making out and you see yes. his boots at the end of the couch. Yes. Why? No. Why would you be on the couch making out with your boots? With your boots on. So dumb. Yeah, I know. So I dumb. That too. It's funny. I wrote camera outside <laughs> or inside. Nice callback. Like being watched. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> are we skipping ahead to... Are you talking about... Excuse oh, me. Um, the doctor. Oh no, that's that's skipping way ahead right oh, now. Is I was it? thinking about um, the nice kid that sort of liked uh, the granddaughter. No, that kid deserved to die in the fence. To, no, what I'm saying is, is that I he the, was like the third wheel of the relationship. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he decided. But he the security needed... light <clears throat> gag was really good. Oh It was my just, God. it was just sort of like oh, the yeah. security lights on, oh. and then it, it's off, and then he's there. Oh and, my God! And, and, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a great little. It was. Hard I gag. agree. I agree with that a hundred percent. I really do. Especially because they foreshadowed the those lights mm-hmm. with her floodlights. So for them to be on yeah. somebody else's house was one interesting of, to me. One of the things I wrote down was just a lot of foreshadowing. A lot of foreshadowing. It's really kind of fun. Have you not, Did you not see it before? Was this the first time we watched yes, it? Yes, the very first time. Uh, wow, I, I saw I saw one scene before. Coincidentally, the only scene I had seen was the floodlight scene we were just talking about. And it was late at night, and I was flipping through the channels, and Halloween was on. and I'm, Looking for porn. Yeah, so that's what I was Yeah, because we <laughs> have porn. Um, and I, on, your, on your regular television. That's what your fucking phone's for. Oh, okay. <laughs> So yeah, and I saw Free. I saw the one I saw the one scene where the floodlights are coming on and off and that whole thing, and then I stopped watching it uh, because I was like, oh, well, I'm gonna watch this one day and I don't want to ruin mm-hmm. it. Did we Good. see it in the movie theater? Yes, we did. But I but I hadn't seen it since, so it was nice to get a refresher. Um, okay, yeah, we can talk about the doctor's heel turn because oh, that's kind of where God. we're coming up. Holy crap! That was so fucked up. I mean, I guess it was always there, but like, eh, eh I don't know. Oh my god! I couldn't believe he killed Hawkins. Are you kidding me? He was so great. I I really was like I wasn't. I'm who they were looking for because that surprised me and like I knew he was gonna. That surprised end up, me too. I wasn't prepared for that. I thought that he was just a crackpot. I, I loved how Will uh, Patton was ready to empty his mag into that guy's face. I'm like fucking a dude. That would be me. I'm ready to fucking throw down. Yeah. Oh, he's dead. No, he's not. I'm gonna fucking blow his goddamn brains yeah, out. Yeah. He goes. Yeah. That's what you gotta do. Yeah, I want to see his head explode. So let me ask you something, because I feel like with this movie, they sort of took out like the supernatural aspect that sort of 
came with Michael Myers? Well, I don't think so. I don't think You don't think did. so? No. no. Because the he, fact that I'm going to bring this up later, He didn't die in the fucking truck no. crash. He just got knocked out. Yeah, like he... There was that supernatural part of him. The fact that he turned the bus over. How the fuck did he do that? How did he get out of well, that Well, that's what's good about crash? this current movie is that you don't know what happened. Well, I love, I love the fact that it... Because I don't think Michael Myers is in the same... Has, like, the same, like, power set as Jason Voorhees. Yeah, but I feel like the logistics are the same. Because if you remember Jason Goes to Hell, what did they do? They blew him the fuck up. And then they had to figure out a way to transfer that evil to other people. So Jason Goes to Hell to tackle that. So It's demonic. It's yeah, a thing. It's, it's a, a thing. thing. So I feel like in this, like, Lori Strode that... says it. She's like, this is tactical. I'm using this. Tactical meaning you got a tactical shotgun that's going to literally blow matter, whether it's a desk, whether it's a car door, or your what, brain, or flesh. Right. It's going to actually scatter matter away from itself. And I'm sorry, but if you scatter enough matter of that fucking guy to the oblivion, he's not. Again, gonna... I'm going to bring this up again later. Doctor Loomis, say, I was... we can, we can, yeah. because I think I understand exactly where you're going. But anyway, um... so the doctor's heel turn and killing the cop. It was great. I was really upset about it. It I really got me. Too. I told didn't him. last very long. What do you mean? The doctor. It's great. Oh yeah, I the doctor. It. I wanted him. Um, to, I wanted him to die Lord. slower though. I wanted him to die slower. But that's when I wrote down brutal. This yeah. fucking oh, yeah, brutal, it's brutal. Dude. It's yeah. brutal. And let me ask you something. How? What were you doing when Michael Myers was sitting in the back of the cop car? I'm fucking shitting my pants. <laughs> shitting my, my pants. pants the whole time. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I was crawling out of my skin. I can't. See, I thought it was stupid. Neither. That was one of the things in the movie that really irritated me. Well, because like, you know nobody, he's waking up. No doctor, no one who knows what he can do would put him in the back seat with that girl. But that's what he did because he goes, I want to know what it feels like to kill. Because he's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's like he had, yeah. that, he I, snapped. I hated that part of the movie. He snapped. But I loved how he killed the doctor. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it drove it forward. It gave it some I more. I get it, but it's to a, me, I was like, and I take my take on horror movies is very different. Like, I don't find them scary. Uh, I find them because I didn't really find this movie scary. I, I enjoyed yeah. it, but, but there's people like, making stupid, so stupid decisions that. left and right. I was like, right. this is just stupid. This is stupid. Did he put her in the back of the car? No, I thought it was girl? great. It's, ex- like it. it's exactly it. what a horror movie should be. Less violence, in my opinion, because I feel like horror well, doesn't... Suspense. You had the suspense of like, oh my God, what about if he wakes up? And, and that's, like, why, they, that's why they do her? it. And the, and the doctor like yeah. wants to see him do something to her. I'm easily... I'm easily frightened by things. I have an overactive imagination. So when they put little things like that in front of my imagination, I'm going. I'm totally on board. Yeah. We're there. It's like what Hitchcock said. You know, suspense isn't watching the movie theater blow up. Suspense is showing Seeing the bomb, the bomb under the seat. Under the seat. Yeah. <gasps> and then sitting there. And then like, sitting and that's what, there. And that's exactly what it was. He put the bomb in the back seat. They just make her. people very stupid in order to create that sort of stuff. Yeah. I, but he, was he stupid or was he driven by some other That's bullshit? what I mean. I never found him. Like, I'm quick to call fucking dumb trope. I'm quick on it. He was, uh, he was very good. He did a good job. I, I didn't call dumb trope until about the scene we're on right now. When the when the dum dums in the fucking cop car drove out there no, to see stupid. what was happening. Because if you're a cop, you're like, we're fucking. I mean, it was cute in a Pulp Fiction sort of way, like the peanut butter and jelly stuff. And the, the brownies. Bond, the Bond me and the bra- Yeah. But it's like, really? Do we need that right now? No. We don't need that right now. No. And the girl <laughs> running through the woods for like 30 minutes, you're like three feet that away was from your grandmother's house. They, they could definitely get away from that trope. <laughs> yeah, like, I, so this is the turning point for me. Like, once they got down that country road and the cops pulled up and got fucked up in the car. Mm-hmm. That, to me, was when it went and south. When 
uh, Toby Huss opens the car door. That was kind of silly. That, that's what I mean. Like, With the flashlight starting... up the head and the little uh, and the deep, the beheading of the cop. I was just like, that's just what, like silly. how much time did you have to do that? Like, uh, like Michael Myers works really was, fast, doesn't he? It was he? silly. It was very because silly. to me, he's a shape. He's an evil. He's not that calculated. Right? How would he put a light up he's somebody's head? No, hold on. Like, that's not that's not fair because he put bodies everywhere at the end of the first Halloween in nineteen seventy eight. Putting bodies that's, that's, places is one thing. Putting one with a flashlight above his head and driving the car onto the fucking property. Oh, that's nah. too calculated. That's too much. Yeah, it was a little. That's much. too much. Like yes, bodies. Yeah, but that whole like because he's an animal right like animals can do shit like our cat brings us fucking dead creature creatures as a gift creatures yeah creatures as a gift because they know that there's not much beyond that our cat's not putting a fucking flashlight up the iguana head (laughs) that would be awesome (laughs) no it wouldn't it would be awful just like it was in the movie oh my god we'd definitely be bringing that cat inside and making millions of dollars off of it yeah shit (laughs) um like i said they wasted ray they they, like no no like the no one like no. I I know you're under extreme circumstances, but you'd be like, "Where's Ray?" They didn't even really. They didn't even say, "Where's Ray?" She did when she was coming she down did. the stairs. Judy Greer, when she came downstairs, she's like, "Where's Ray?" And and she rushed her off into the kitchen. Judy Greer asked for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and but well, that was it. Like, here's the thing. Nothing else after I'm that. fine with that death, but he. I feel like there needs to be even if it's before your death. I feel like there needs to be a character arc. There needs to be some kind of like realization, like oh, fuck. like no, yeah, and yes. a fighting back, yeah. something. Yes. But there wasn't that. They did, I, it was I, a puss we ass fucking yeah. Death. We were we were kind of robbed. You of felt that. like there was really no impact to his death at all, which sucks because right. you loved him. Yeah, you and you like really him. did. Well, you were like, oh, what a great dad. He like picking on his kids. I think like, making fun. I think like, that a boy and my exact words to Wally were, I hate when they kill your favorite characters mm-hmm. in these movies. Like I know your favorite characters are gonna die, but and maybe they felt that they were but acknowledge it. Maybe they felt that they were doing a good thing because it wasn't so brutal but at the same time you need to have that character have some kind of resolution impact yeah and some kind of impact before mm-hmm. before that it was just kind of a bitch ass yeah death. death um all of that fucking prep work she did and she oh. don't have fucking hurricane impact glass on that goddamn no. door shit the fact I was so pissed the minute he knocks on the door he fucking grabs her head get out of my because, face because the whole time I'm like oh my god in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know what I think? I think she set this house up. I think mm-hmm. this is a goddamn mousetrap. Because they foreshadow mousetraps in the beginning of the movie. Like, oh, they, yes. They for- wow, dude. That's yeah, great. They foreshadow everything. Wow. Yes. So that's good. awesome. I didn't notice and that. And she yeah. had a fucking grate on her front door. She had, like, bars on her front door that, who, where, were they but open? It, but they, How did he get through the They kind of erode that away. And, and it's like, no, she's Laurie Strode. She doesn't get, she was already... The, fo- uh, the the heel once she doesn't get to be the heel again and that, that's another thing I love about the movie we didn't talk about yet is I loved how she became the shape because that when she was outside the school mm-hmm. and then the daughter looked over oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's, she's gone, gone. Yep. she's gone just yeah. like Michael Myers and especially when she falls off the balcony and then she, she falls she's off the gone, window, and gone. then Michael Myers that's that's down. my favorite scene in the movie oh, by the way it's my favorite awesome. scene in the movie yeah and that's what I loved about it and that's what I loved about but but at the end it was they it was so hard to get you there because they kept doing stupid shit like. The safety room. The safety room, and there's fucking three inch fucking spaces between the goddamn floorboards. Right. What? Get, get, that's a real shitty fucking I, safety I room. I understand the cinematic value of that, but fuck off. Fuck off. It just I, it took a shit turn once I got mm-hmm. to her property. It did. But here's the okay. So this is like this is what I've been foreshadowing myself. So because I didn't notice it the first time I had seen it, but 
when Michael Myers breaks through the glass in the door mm-hmm. and he's lifting Lori Strode off and she pulls and a shotgun. And you got the feet dangling. And you got the yeah. feet dangling. Yeah. And she pulls a shotgun. Did you notice? She blew off a couple of his fingers. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, I didn't know. I, I screamed oh, yeah. at her. I didn't notice that the first time. Oh, awesome. completely, because he comes in. And, shotgun. Yeah. Like, that's why I and was like. dripping. He comes yeah. through the house and, and his fucking and two she, fingers she, missing. He didn't take the. She didn't take out the stabbing hand. Uh, whatever, because I think he's right handed. But what I'm saying is, is that occurred. And I think it's say that way. Like, they kind of kept it in the shadows because I think they want to keep it vague. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. Okay, I know. But what I'm saying is we're going to get two more movies of this because they're filming two more no. Halloweens back to back. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Of course they didn't show him burn to death. So oh. No, completely. Dude, That's... it made a ton of money. Let's... Like, so is it a tactical gun and you burn them, you don't shoot thank them? Thank you. Hello? Yeah. Oh, God, you I totally down put the that... But Why him, did you do that? But him looking up from the, the basement was creepy. That was so good. Oh, and he just so stood there. Creepy. He stood there like an idiot while you burn him. It's great. But, but, but like what, I'm say, what I'm saying is for those sequels, is he going to have two fingers missing he from should. his hand? Yeah, he, he should. Better. I agree 100%. Two at the minimum. I guess he still has his thumb and his other one. Well, what? that's that's what you need right the there. Claw. So. Um, my One of my last notes on this is um, I would have had to see his brain splattered and his body oh, ripped apart. Right? Just like Loomis said in the tapes. Exactly. Yeah. Just like Loomis said That's in the tapes. That's what I loved about Jason Goes to Hell because it's like, okay, we all know how we have to kill this guy. Like, you have to literally reduce him to nothing. Pieces. Pieces. Mm-hmm. Pieces of pieces. Gangsters do it all the time. Yeah. Like, why can't Chop we do Chop him up and put him in cement. Considering him right. after that. Exactly. you got to seal him in something. Yeah, but they, they still brought Jason, Jason back and he was dead and he got struck by lightning and he came back again. They That's brought a- lots of mummies back too, so... And they were separated. Well, that's what I liked pieces. about Jason Goes to Hell is because they found a, a creative and clever, cute way to do it, even though it was a little weird. It was. I mean, they Frankenstein him in, in Friday Six, so yeah. And that's to me, that's my second favorite Friday movie. I like. You know, what's good. I thought it was good was uh, Jason Goes. Uh, what's a ten in space? Oh, Jason X. Thank you. That it's was goofy, super fun. But it's fun. So no, that dumb. was so fun. It's so fun and uh, dumb and great. So it's fun. So ridiculous. Yep. It's awesome. It's memorable to me. Most of this shit That's just funny. blends together, but Jason X totally stands out. It's awesome, yeah. So here's my thing I, about Halloween 2018. I think it's entertaining. I feel like it's an expensive, a very expensive fan fiction. I didn't think it was really scary, but I thought it had some good suspense and it definitely the atmosphere felt. You're so funny. Or, uh, I loved it. So. I thought Did you really? Yeah, I think it's one of the best horror movies that's come out wow. in a long time. Okay. It's definitely more, I'd say it's definitely the best Halloween since Halloween 2. Okay. It, it blended horror. Which one? I'm just kidding. It blended horror with suspense, with the gore. Um, yeah. You got a no. But it's really not too gory. Uh, that would be, really that would be the stomped his face in. That's the goriest part. Um, he you know chased what? the babysitter and her boyfriend and hung him from the wall. You never saw that, though. No. It doesn't matter. That's, the suspense was the, good. The girl, yeah. They did a good job. The girl clawing her way fucking through the yeah. room with the bloody hands. That shit gross. The slicing of the throat. Fucking rude. I can't. It's rude. It's rude. I, I can't. I, we, we should review horror yeah. movies more often. That Your enthusiasm yeah. about it. Because I'm afraid of them. She was freaking out last night, man. Oh, I wish I was here. Oh, my God. I was covering my face, and I'm so like, funny, I'm never yeah. going to be able to sleep again. You can't ever leave me alone in the house again after dark. You can't go you spend the night. You know I'm going to show up in the back of the movies house like with a fucking Michael me, Myers though. mask. Oh, don't no. Don't scare me at all. I oh, no. I I'll say it's my third favorite Halloween movie. I probably, like, one and two of the original and, and this one. Mm-hmm. In middle school, yeah. I was at a sleepover, and yeah, all the girls... So, okay. so, yeah, first one and two, and then this one, yeah. yeah. All the girls wanted to watch um, Freddy Krueger, the third one, and I was so... Dream I was so afraid that I was in the kitchen That's with the best. 
the girl whose birthday well, it was. First mom. one's the best in my opinion. Nobody gives a fuck about my story. Y'all just want to talk over me? Yeah, go sure. ahead. Go ahead. I wasn't oh, it's the best one. No, oh, it's the best go one. Ahead, Whatever. I was so fucking scared. I was hanging out with the mother. Anyway. <laughs> oh, that's right. You told me about that. Yeah, I yeah, know, you... but you don't give a fuck. I dream warriors. Go ahead. You were I listened no. to you. I was interested. Thank you, Kelly. Because you know what it's like to be an all girl sleepover <laughs> and have to go hang out with somebody's mother. It's embarrassing because you're a little bitch. Everybody thought it was so great to be afraid. I didn't want to be afraid. I was scared. I went and hung out well, in the kitchen. You, actually, if they were sitting in a room being afraid, you were sitting in another room not being afraid. No, but they liked it. It's like eating hot, spicy food. You're like, this sucks. It's so hot. But I love <laughs> it. Keep I'm, eating it. I'm going to eat more. So that's what they were doing. <laughs> I wasn't interested because I have an overactive imagination and that shit's in my backyard or under my bed or in my closet. Mm-mm. See, although Nightmare Three is my favorite of that that franchise, one is the scariest. I've large. never seen any of them. No, I, they were I scary. Imagine that, that would scare you in the, today, like in the eighties. Yeah, but not today. No, today I can watch it. Oh, okay. But it's still fucked up. The fucking tongue and the phone and the blood bed. You're my, you're my girlfriend now, Nancy. And never, like, <laughs> how horrible that you think that falling asleep is going to be something That's that kills the, you. It's a brilliant concept. It's, it's brilliant. probably the most brilliant of all of these. So fucking uh, scary. Uh, so, 80s horror flicks. Yeah. I feel like this movie tapped into that. I feel like this movie tapped into your primal fears. Your, yeah. Your primal fears of some guy in a mask who doesn't give a fuck, kills in, uh, in, indiscriminately. And how they... And how, yeah! Okay, okay, okay. It's fucking scary. And how they tapped into that they from the get-go, I think, because the whole psychiatric hospital and that opening scene with the other patients in the in the open field. Oh, and all the patients freak out and Michael Myers doesn't do shit. It was his energy, dude. Yeah. He was fucking pulling from them. It was good. And it was freaking and it out. I showed you re- that it doesn't matter. It, mm. There's no, there's no like, it's not like the end of Psycho where, oh, well, you know, Norman has a problem with this. No, no, no. There is no problem. There is no, there is no anything to be worked out with a shrink. Like, it's just, he's, he's fucked just evil. Up. He's yeah. evil. And there's no fixing that shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love. That's what I love about good villains like Joker. Like, Joker, I hated the Spider-Man villains because they were all like, hey, I'm going to redeem myself in the end. Fuck it's off. about revenge. I don't want you to redeem yourself. You know, good villains are good fucking villains, you know. That's why Joker was so good because there's no redeeming. He's just insane. Yeah, he sees it in a certain point of view and that's just it. The Riddler, you know? too. I feel like that's what makes the Riddler a good character. Uh, I'll go into that at some other podcast. Oh. About All right. Well, so that's our review of uh, Halloween 2018. I, I see we're split down the middle, it's, it seems like. I still I, so. I still liked it. Don't get me wrong. I, I still liked it. I wasn't as just as scared by it. And, and you know. I'm going to have all. to get curtains for my Florida room. <laughs> no. I thought it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed myself. I'm so scared that I'm going to have to get blackout shades for my house. Oh, my God. <laughs> like I said, with the exception of the first one and the second one, it's my third favorite. Like you, uh, the other ones in the '90s and the '80s were just the typical slasher bullshit, you know, whatever. And they're fun in their own way, but yeah, this, one, this one, Paul Rudd, like, Paul Rudd. Oh yeah, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd made his You love Paul Rudd. I know, but uh, yeah, what was that? Resurrection. I love him in Clueless. I think it was the Curse of actually. Clueless. Yeah, Clueless. I think it was after that. Because I saw I the curse in the theater. Movie. That was with the cowboy boot guy. I know he was yeah, they never. That? that was the dumbest. What, what year concept. was that? Ninety. 
two. Yeah. Okay, well, Clueless came out around the same time, so. But I think that was his first movie. Yeah, I didn't know he was. That I thought Clueless was his first movie. And Paul Rudd's character in Halloween is the little boy that Jamie Lee Curtis was ba- babysitting in Halloween '78. A P.S. That character's coming back for the sequel. Oh wow! So is he going to be as Paul Rudd? No, it won't be Paul Rudd. God damn it! And they tried to get the regular, the, the original actor back for it too, but uh, a little redhead he, kid he, who he was in. He couldn't, get, he couldn't get off from Home Depot, so. Oh god! It's Whole Foods. Oh, Whole Foods. Mm. It happens. You know. All right. Well, cool. So. Try yeah. not to get killed on the way to the parking lot. <laughs> No, wrong movie. Oh, wrong movie. I was waiting for you to go into Phantom Menace. The whole time. I'm so predictable. I only have three tunes in my head. Try not to stab any of your friends on the way out to the parking lot. Yeah, try not to get slashed from underneath your car and your Achilles tendon on your way to your car in the parking lot. One time, when I worked at the Palm Beach Mall, now defunct, uh, it was in a scary neighborhood. And we had a whole security meeting about how to protect yourself during the holidays and not get robbed when closing down the store and walking out to your car. And they warned us about the people who were hiding under your car who would mm-hmm. slash your slash Achilles. Your yeah, and steal your shit. I don't think that shit ever fucking happened. I mean, it was a big old fucking urban legend lie. I think people just got freaked out by it when they saw it in, in Pet Cemetery. No, no, okay. But why would they tell us that in like literally security meetings as an employee no, in the mall? No, that was happening back then. I, was it though, Kelly? Yeah, my aunt actually sat back in New York. We had someone who was actually doing that very same thing at malls. Yeah. And my aunt was actually picked for jury duty and sat on it for a case. <gasps> Shut the guy, up. The guy murdered and raped a fucking girl oh, in a my... mall parking lot doing that. <gasps> that very same thing. You want to talk about fucking scary shit? That's scary That's shit. That's shit that happens. Can you You imagine? always have to look underneath your car when yeah. you go into like a mall or an area like that. You should always do that. Look under your car. Look in the back of your car. That's some sadistic shit. fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if it actually happened in Palm Beach. That, that no, Palm Beach, it's just guys ejaculating on the but, window. So no, they, they, they just shoot you. It wasn't like a, just just like a rundown, like, older mall. Where the, like, Palm Beach Mall. Yeah, the Palm Beach Mall. Yeah, it's now the outlets. Yeah. They mowed it over and built the outlet. But that crap was going on back in, like, I think it was in the, the 90s when my Aunt Patty sat on a mid ninety. Like yeah, that. this is, like, yep. 90, early, actually. It's hmm. early It was a random 90s. thing that they were doing back then. It was early, because it was my very first job when I was, like, 15. Mm-hmm. So, it was creepers. Anyway, have a happy and safe Halloween, everybody. Happy holidays! Actually, I think this is after Halloween. I think oh. that this case. I think. That well, we, I hope you had a happy Halloween. I hope yeah. I think it's like the day after. Yeah, have fun taking down your decorations. I hope you're not throwing up candy this morning. Jack o' lantern. Jack off. I mean, jack o' lantern. <laughs> <laughs>
this is ASRM. No, stop. We stop with that shit. Well, goodbye. We're done. We're done. Thanks. Thanks for listening. I hate it so much. I'm shouting.